。看来我们只能靠自己了。地球错失了最后一次机会。这座公寓不是庇护所。Hi everyone, and welcome to Middle Earth, your source for insight into China cultural industry. Listen to those who are making a living by creating and distributing art or content onto the world's second biggest cultural market. I'm your host, Aladdin Farré from CCP, China Compass Production, your film production service in the Middle Kingdom, and this show is a member of the Syndica Network. So, in case you have any cultural project related to China, drop us an email at chinacompassproduction.com and see if we can help. It is official: China is now becoming a bigger box office than the U.S. as the country is breaking some record into on the silver screen.、Uh, Detective Chinatown 3 during Chinese New Year weekend broke over 400 million dollar. That's more than the opening weekend of Avengers Endgame, which was around 350 million. And bear in mind that movie theaters were only open at 75 percent capacity. Uh, yet there will be some explanation for this. So first of all, we don't have really a lot of COVID cases in China. So maybe a year ago people were wondering if cinema was about to die, but now it is clearly not the case.、Uh, but because there was a small surge in December, many people could not go home. So therefore, they just did some revenge spending and they had like to stay at home. And they could not like go back to their to their families, so they had to find new ways of entertaining themselves. And the last thing, which was really surprising, is that ticket price were, in my opinion, really high, <laughs> because in my local cinema, usually you buy a ticket for like 50 yuan, and this time that was like around 90 yuan. So I decided not to go to the、uh, the cinema at that time and wait a little bit more to have like more decent price. But even still today, like prices are still really high in my opinion. But there is also something more important for me that is really the core of. China cultural industry, which is since the 80s,、uh, we have like Chinese New Year film, and and those、uh, Chinese New Year film, like they play a huge part in the box office story、uh, that is happening right now. And I think actually, like some media, they don't really talk about this. Like, why is this so important? Why is the box office breaking right now and not like in summer? So to talk about this today, two guests here with me in Beijing. Yes, we are not going to do another Zoom talk. So on my right, Ye Qing. Hi. So you have studied film production at Sussex University. Uh, from there, you have worked a couple of years in film production. Then you were running Star Century Film Company, which was marketing film, and you were also doing investment. So, for example, you marketed、uh, Detective Chinatown 2.、Uh, but now you are at the CGTN New Media Culture Team. Yes, exactly.、Uh, dear listeners, for the record,、uh, let me remind you that、uh, I'm at the French New Media Department of CGTN. So, yeah, this podcast is just my passion project. And in front of you, Chong Rui. Hi. Hi. Uh, so you're from Hunan, and you graduated from Beijing, and you are now a producer at Wanda Picture, one of the largest Chinese production and distribution company. So you have worked on several feature films like Mosaic Portrait, Where Is My Flight Home, and Four Springs,、uh, which is a documentary that I really like. So thank you for your work. And Hong Liu, who was my co-host for the last episode,、uh, unfortunately cannot join us because he has to finish editing a movie this month. So hopefully、uh, he will be back soon, and we can soon have him on the show again to talk about the the movie he's working on. So we'll first talk about what happened those last weeks,、uh, take a bird-eye view on what is actually a Chinese New Year film, and then move on to the usual recommendation and the quiz. I know I kind of maybe spoiled it a little bit in the introduction, but could you guys explain like basically what happened during、uh, Chunjie this year? And what I remember last year is that like like all the cinema were closed, no one could go to see movies. We had to wait until 
the summer of 2020 to go back to the cinema. And at that point, like during spring, like it felt like cinema was about to die. And right now it seems that actually being in the movie business is quite good. I think we can talk about uh, what happened during Spirit Festival in the cinema this year. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because according to data released by the China Film Administration, Chinese mainland's box office sales reached 7.82 billion yuan. It's about 1.2 billion US dollars. Uh, from February 11, the Spring Festival Eve to February 17, uh, it's setting a new record for the Chinese New Year film. At the same time, it has created many world records such as the global single market, single day box office and the weekend box office. Of course, after all, other countries and regions have forced the major factors such as the COVID-19 pandemic prevention control. Uh, but we still can compare with the last year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Many films during the Spring Festival were rescheduled or released online in Chinese mainland. That year's Spring Festival and the following Valentine's Day and uh, International Workers' Day, uh, May, fir- May 1st, uh, periods were all cancelled. Uh, it's a really uh, big loss for the film market. And due to the effective control of the epidemic, Chinese mainland film market restart on till July 20. And the number of cinemas opened is just a number of it. Because a lot of uh, cinemas think and hesitate if they really can release the, the film. Because the uh, 50% attendance is, is not a good number. However, in the early days when cinemas resumed production and due to the limitation 30% or 50% attendance rate and the uncertain situation of the pandemic, many new, and many new films are afraid to schedule to release and most of the cinemas were scheduled some old films uh, which could not attract more audiences into the cinema because they can see this online. And until the Chinese war film, 800s, was released. And 800s earned uh, 3.1 million, a billion yuan at the box office on the premise of less than 15% attendance of cinemas. And after that, news films saw the hope and the release gradually increased. Um, I, I could share some experience from my um, view because um, I'm, I'm from Wanda Picture and... Um, the Chinatown Detective 3 is, um, is our company's work, and we produced and distribute this. And actually, this, this, uh, it is supposed to be released in movie theater last year, last Chunjiao. But um, yeah, it's the, the whole cinema shut down in a very sudden uh, decision. So we prepared everything. We, we also, like pre-sale many tickets but suddenly everything's shut down and at first we think it's just maybe a short period of time and we still have some plan b like um, what if the the it would open on uh, on the other days or maybe on the first week weekend back back from the work back, back from the trends but uh, um, later on we learned that the, the it developed into a whole uh, global pandemic and and uh, every every cinema was is was shut down. It was very depressing. And um, I remember for the first half year of uh, of last year, we we barely we barely have new um, plans. We cut down. We we not cut down. We suspend 
each project we are developing and we uh, we have laid off like 20% workers and we cut our salaries from the top employees and uh, I remember even an article saying like around 5,000 cultural company basically went bankrupt around that, that time. Yes, I, I believe it's true because it's, it was really a very harsh time. But the, the most harsh, most difficult thing is we don't know. We didn't know what, what time could we reopen the cinema again. And uh, so even... At, even I should say, even in this year, like in January, because the the COVID night COVID pandemic in Beijing still seems kind of serious, like this time, like the second wave. So maybe the Chinatown Detective Three maybe should be delayed again, or like uh, the the one that Shujin Zhongma. Maybe he's he's doing the be uh, best choice for 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 the movie for the investor for the investors. But for us, it's not uh, um, the 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 destination for the Chinatown Three Detective Three should be in cinema because we have our own cinema chance. So we we can't like turn our back to to the cinemas. We even though we are a production company, we we should be responsible for the investor, but we also should be responsible for the cinemas as well. So we hold the year movie for one year and um, it, it has very, very high, like the uh, like the best pre-sale record ever for the all the movies in China's history. Before it uh, released in the cinema, it uh, like it hits like one billion yuan pre-sale box office in the market. So I think because of this uh, this very big blockbuster in the cinema and um, and the, the the it's like hunger for one year so so it's it pushed the fever of the cinema yeah so just to go back a little bit because you are saying yeah because in december we have like suddenly a, s a small surge of covid case around beijing yeah. Uh, so then, like a lot of things get shut down. I mean, I, I do remember there were a lot of like cultural activities which were being basically cancelled because people yes. would not want to take risk. Uh, but so when you guys decide to move on and you decide to put the movie in the theater uh, for Chunjie of 2021, what were you thinking was going to happen? Do you think people were going to be craving for going to the cinema, or they would still be scared because so many people could not mm. go home? It's hard to say, but we actually we have no choice. The, the, this movie can't be delayed anymore because it's already de already delayed for one year. And um, I don't, I can't say the specific number, but the 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 money that has been like suspended <laughs> is very high. So, so it's it it's be it should be released um, whatsoever. So, and and uh, we we have our like. Uh, um, we have our thoughts, like uh, maybe just uh, for the Beijing and some 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 cities in northern China, but maybe but things in the COVID things in in the south, southern cities seems okay. So, so I think we 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 dare to take a chance. You mentioned that why the film must be released on the uh, during the Spring Festival, right? The Chinatown Detective Three. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it can 
talk about uh, according to three aspects. One is the release duration because the after Spring Festival, the next festival or holidays, long holidays, it's the it's in May and summer holiday. Uh, films released during the Spring Festival can stay in cinemas longer if they have a good reputation. Yeah, and also for people who are not in China, because the majority of the audience are in the US, uh, like during Spring Festival, you basically have like a full week of vacation. So in my experience, it's like you go to see your family for the first three days, you just eat, eat, eat. And then mm -hmm. after three days, you have nothing to do. You start getting in fight with your family or, you know, like family drama. And then I think a lot of people go to the cinema because they have nothing else to do. Yes, so exactly. It's, a, it's, a, it's the best moment to go to the cinema. Yes, exactly. Yes. And the audience's expectation because the, there are many films were ready to be released last year, but uh, some of them, some of them uh, chose to release the earlier than the Spring Festival, even earlier than the October one, mm -hmm. as a national day. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were delayed due to the pandemic. For example, the Chinatown Three, it has a strong cast. And uh, I believe it cost a lot of money. And uh, because yes. the last year, even the 2020 and the publicity is already, is already. We already spent yes, some it's money on publicity spent. last year. Yeah, it's yeah. already spent money. And the audience's expectation can last for more than a year. Yes. It's, it's already a really strange thing. So this may be one of the reasons for the box office explosion, which can be seen from the pre-sell box office result. And what were your personal feeling, at least, regarding the fact that the ticket prices were just so damn expensive? I mean, I was a little bit shocked. I, I could feel kind of the revenge of the cinema who had to close down for so many months, and they they were like, yeah, we yes. want to make our money back at some point, so if you want to come and have fun, you got to pay. So do I. It's really shocked me. I mean, the even before, before the pandemic, this ticket price can... Make make me see the Avanta. I mean, yes, yes, yes. M ten years ago, yeah, ten years ago or or fifteen years ago. I I can I cannot remember the the date, but Avanta. I think it's one hundred twenty or more, and That's, this this ticket yeah. price. Before like uh, five years ago, we we have uh we have like ticket subsidies, so that make the ticket price cheaper. But right now, this policy is uh, abolished, so. You have to like buy the what the, the cinema think it's reasonable price because personally I, I, I because I bought the tickets uh, in the pre-sale pre-sale um, pre-sale is uh, really lower the price so it's it's kind of reasonable so I I don't I don't personally I don't feel very much about the high price but I know it, it's a very um, wide and generous sound like everybody talking about uh, this year's ticket off a uh, ticket price is very high and uh, yes it, it is a market market behavior like a cinema need to because more people go to the cinema and uh, the price will be higher it's like uh, need and uh, supply um, relations yes okay so covid did not kill cinema at the end <laughs> yeah <it did> not <laughs> uh, you I don't know that it's maybe the killing is not the COVID, but maybe other things. But it's just that we still in even in the future, in the like uh, 10 years, 20 years later, we still need like a a, a real space to to for people to gathering to to see some things. 
Yeah, I think I think the the threat is not coming from the pandemic, maybe from the streaming services. The, uh, yeah, but for example, like last year, uh, Lost in Russia, uh, which was to be another Chunji movie, basically went on Douyin. So I think that was at that moment when I guess that was kind of a publicity stunt for Douyin to buy this movie yes. and put it for free. Especially that was the thing, which is where like everyone stuck at home. We give you like this. Chunji movie for free, guys. So I think that was the reason why everyone thought, well, maybe streaming will be what everyone will do later mm-hmm. on. But mm-hmm. still, like we can see, even after six months of Zoom conference and so on, like people still want to gather and yes. go out with their friends and so on. Yes. Um, yeah, that was really interesting because um, just on a quick note, like they, I found an interview of uh, one person working at Maoyan Entertainment, so which is a Maoyan, like which is a ticketing platform. So basically what he was saying is that the majority of tickets were actually bought in a batch of three or more. So there were like a lot of people going to the cinema with friends and so on, like yes. not just like enjoying um, by themselves. And I think this is the perfect moment to move on uh, to the next topic and take kind of a step back. So because we talked about like the box office booming and so on, but I think there is kind of a sociological aspect to it, which is the fact that what is a Chunjie movie? And I think this is like something which is really typical to China. So I, um, yeah, I'm just wondering like what it is. And just on a quick note, uh, the fact that during those period, like those are like called blackout period where Hollywood movies are not supposed to come out so that like only local movies can get a good share of all yes. the ticketing, yes. uh, which is, I think, a good thing if you're a local producer. And mm. uh, so I'm just wondering, could you guys define like what is a Chunji movie? Like what is like so typical about those movies that came out during those period? Mm, before I came here, I did a very uh, little research. But that's your job. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, actually for my, um, and it's a... Uh, it's from my um, observation. Actually, um, the Chunjie movie also, or shall we say the Chunjie Dao, um, it's not has not that long hi- history than I than we usually thought. Um, before actually before twenty fifteen, the years before twenty fifteen, we the 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 movie that uh, generates the highest box office of the year normally come from the summer summertime. Yeah, and uh, so so it's it it's seen ever everything seen, uh, started since the the Joe Stephen Joe's Mermaid, and this is the first transient uh, movie which uh, hits the box office of three point three billion yuan. So that's a very high number in that period of time. Uh, before that, uh, movies in that time. In Chunjie, normally like uh, one billion is very high. It's very very high, because we we usually think like Chunjie is for people, to, a family to gathering together, and we need to um, say hi to family members from from families to families. So so maybe we don't have that much time to watch movies. Not like uh, not like uh, the summertime. We like the for the young people, students have time to hang out. But like everything since the 2016, like for for the industry to think, oh, maybe is this this is a good time. We need to focus on this this time and uh, put the maybe put the strongest movie we we produced for this year, um, partly in the summertime and partly in the in the trend year, and uh, that's that's when 2017 that Han Han put his uh, Chen Feng Po Lang, 
uh, I don't know the English title, but it, 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 it's aiming very clearly for the transit movie because I know it's like the, 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 the shooting started like uh, September and it, it, it went, on, went to the cinema like of next January. So it's, it's aiming for the transit movie. So ever since then, like, um, mm, so, so the strongest movies were put in the transit and uh, I think what is a transit on movie is it should be a high budget with the strongest uh, cast in it and also you need to you need to have a very very clear genre like let, let people to know and it is a genre, genre that uh, uh, you 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 could go with your mother and uh, father and uh, cousins and uh, like family movies but also very entertaining but it's it's also a, a little cha- it, it's also changing with the time like before the, the like 2017 20, uh, 2018 the trendy movie are like um purely entertainment movie like um, maybe maybe sorry kung fu yoga mm-hmm. movies like that i remember it clearly like, that in 2018 that industry people start to make the uh, treat the transient period the the very the most important thing in in the whole year so so we have the crazy aliens we have the we have i don't remember uh, the wandering earth, wandering earth and uh, the feature so so we we have uh we talk like bef- two months before the transient Everybody in the industry are talking about the three movies. We betting the which one will be the highest box office one, but we don't usually like uh, talk about movies well in summertime because it's a very, I don't know, it is it is like the top topic in in the whole year. Do you want to add on onto like the definition of a Chunye movie? Do you have yes. anything to say? Yes, yes. Uh, according to my research, the Spring <laughs> Festival film is focused around the Chinese zodiac and the theme and other attributes for the upcoming year. And this is just the official. Yeah, I read yeah. that. I read that, but yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, this I... is just uh, official. Some official, yeah, some official definition. But well, if, in... if you can't back it up, then it's. <laughs> It doesn't exist in my opinion, yeah, but, but sure. As a normal viewer and consumer, I prefer to watch the film during the Spring Festival. It's suitable for whole family, as as Cherry said. It's should suitable for home family and can be enjoyable during the holiday. Because happy is an easy, acceptable, and uh, easy understand feeling during the holiday. And uh, no, no offense, but thank God the. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenant. It's not on the. It's not released on the during the Spring Festival. Yeah. Yeah. Because I will. I must be dead if 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 he chose the Spring Festival period, because it's really difficult to explain to my parents and grandparents. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I agree. Tenant was really hard to understand. And to talk about some time. Yeah. You. You. you you just mentioned some year and the time period. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to change or add something because uh, actually we have Chinese New Year films, this definition. Before 1997, the Dream Factory, Jia Fang Yifang, 
Yeah, by Feng Xiaogang. It's created the New Year film. It's not the Spring Festival, but it's the Chinese New Year. It's the actually it's the first day of the New actually, Year. Actually, Feng's movie. Sorry, actually Feng's movie, Feng Xiaogang's movie is the He Sui Dang. Yeah. Um, is aiming for the December. Yes. Like for for the, the yes. best for for the for the normal New Year yeah. and the Christmas Eve and the, the whole chain yeah. of holiday season. I think we have the Chinese New Year films definition uh, even before the 1997. It's the first Chinese New Year film is appeared in Chinese Hong Kong in 1937. And talk about the Spring Festival films, yes. I think between these 10 years, it's 2010 and uh, to 2020, the Chinese New Year film season has undergone a lot of change. And uh, in 2011, a Chinese comedy film, Let the Bullet Fly by Jiang Wen, it's once again opened the uh, imagination of audiences on the box office. Yes, yes. Yeah, in that area, it was excellent, just as you like, <laughs> just as you talked. It's really difficult to earn more than... 200 million yuan. But this film made more than 600 Six, million. 600 million. Yeah, yes. 600 million yuan yes. in 2011. And 2013, the release of uh, The Monkey King Thing, The Journey to the West, Conquering yes, the yes. Demons. This film, directed by Chinese Hong Kong film, uh, yeah, filmmaker Stephen Chow, has triggered a wave of movie watching during the Spring Festival season. It's a huge change, I think. Yeah. Before the 2010, companies don't notice the Spring Festival. Okay, so you're saying that basically this is a process, that things took a lot of time. When you guys were kids, you're, fr- you're in your 30s, if, I am, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> when you were kids, like you were not going to the cinema. Yeah, I have to say it's like, it's the, this whole process is, is going along with the, the, the booming of the Chinese market, film market it's, itself. And uh, what you mentioned, the, the Feng Xiaogang's He Sui movie, the New Year movie, and to and and to nowadays spring festival film, I think it's like it's it's actually a very interesting um, process of the of Chinese film. That uh, first we we have the audience only from the metropolitans like Beijing, Shanghai. We we only have audience from there. They have the habits to go to cinemas. But right now we already gone through that uh, process stage. We now we need to. Um, to to make make audiences from small towns, audiences over 40, 50 to go to cinemas because we already uh, already the, 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 the key key audiences from the Beijing, Shanghai and uh, from the universities, it's already um, full. So we need new audiences. That, that's why the Chunjian movie hits the records every time because, that's that's the period we have um, audiences from all sides of cities, towns, and uh, um, over fifties or all stages of ages to to the cinemas. Maybe the, the, these are the people who only go to cinema one once or twice tops. So you want them to go at least once during Chinese New Year? Yes, yes. That's perfect because that was like my my next question, which is regarding like how to market those movie. And the both of you have worked on on that question. So, what are the strategy? And as as you mentioned already, like so I can feel like all the big companies, everyone want maybe to put their 
Chunji movie on the line. But I guess if you have like too much competition, then maybe someone is just gonna like drop it and say, no, I don't want to lose too much money on that. This is too dangerous. Like, do I really want to put my movie when Wanda is going to put their movie? Should I do that? I don't. Uh, I'm I'm not a, a expertise on marketing and public publicizing, but only. Only do I know you have to spend a lot of money. And, uh, okay, that's easy. For, for one, for one, saying that the 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 ticket for you to buying your film into the Spring Festival on the publicity is at least a hundred million yuan. You need to have this budget on publicity and distribution. You have the basic qualification. To put your cinema, to, to put your film in the cinema, in Chengdu, but I think from this year's situation, it's far, it's it's far away from enough. And uh, I don't know. It's a, it's the strongest battle in the whole year. So you need like a fight, a whole ba- battling strategy. Maybe even before one month, two months, three months before. Before the Spring Festival, and you need to have uh, very um, specific plans, Plan B, Plan A, and uh, steps by steps, and uh, all the social medias, um, ever each one, and the Douyin, maybe the right now the most important one, and uh, everything, money, <laughs> and the strat for strategy. I don't know. I, I'm not special at it. But at least we got a number, roughly 100 million. R&B. It's basic. It's, it's the basic. basic, the minimum yeah. cost minimum. Yeah, when I did the uh, publicity work, I it's more focused on the traditional way. It's just uh, let the cast to do some interview, and uh, you uh, and uh, you put some news, and you can uh, write a uh, focusing about the cast, focusing about the director. Uh, the most famous cast and do the interview, but after the 2018, yeah, unfortunately, it's I left the industry already. And after the after 2018, there are more new media or digital media way to add added in the publicity, and uh, you can use the Douyin Kuaishou and uh, even on the Weibo. And uh, focusing, uh, it's a and it can be a really long time. It's nearly a、uh, two month or three months, just as you said. And、uh, make this make this film and、uh, make this film's name can stay、uh, and can be a topic as longer as it can. But I think that seems like to be a really hard equation. Like it must be a tough nut to crack because you want your movie to be special and to be. And to be good, but at the same time, you are supposed to make a movie which is supposed to be loved by everyone, from the small kid all the way to the grandparents, and that seems to be such a hard equation to to do. Yes, yes. Anyway, I think to hit the、um, biggest number in box office, you need to meet the generous value of people like、uh, patriotism or、um, the the love of your mom. And loved of your dad, family love, and things like that. Yes, it's very、um, normal thing, but it's still a very authentic, very touching thing. People would buying for that if you really、uh, saying that, telling people that, and also comedy. Yes, comedy is everything. <laughs>
you you need to make people laugh in in springtime, and also cry, <laughs> laugh and tears. We we already started touching a little bit about that, but what do you guys see about the future? So it seems that those movie will be helping the industry keep growing because you will go and have like some fifty year old person from a tier four city, and then they will not go to the cinema once a year. They will start going once a year, and then after a couple of years, they will maybe start going twice a year, I and mean, then they will keep going. From what I understand, this is where the industry that's like kind of the future trend. Regarding about this topic, I want to mention the phenomenon of this uh, this year's Trinjian movie. That is, we know about the first place, the second place movie, and the two movies get together. Their box office is like uh, take 80% of the whole box office of Trinjian movies. So, um, the third place is uh, the assassination of the writer. Is the title 四杀小说家. Yeah, uh, like a writer's odyssey. Uh, yeah, writer's odyssey. Writer's odyssey. Yes, it becomes the worst box office in Chinese movies. Third place, third place Chinese movies. Like we have, we we. I saw the um, records of the like the third place movie of last Chinese of, of uh, like eight twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen. They all at least hit one billion. But the writers' odysseys failed to hit one billion. We see a um, phenomenon like um, audience taste seems more mm, more focusing on one or two movies. But we, because, I, I don't know; it's a bad or good sign. Because also, because I've seen a writers' odyssey, and I have to say, it's a really interesting thriller slash science fiction movie uh, with a little bit of dramatic things with a dad who's looking for his daughter so maybe that's like a lot of things packaged into one film and I have to agree that even I left the cinema and at the end I'm thinking like there is a lot of things that don't really make sense in that film Yes, and I'm not that surprised I mean it, it's interesting movie there is like a really good tryout but yeah I think they, there is a quality that is definitely missing there so yes we have like eight or six or seven movies in this trendy in spring festival in cinema, but people only talk about two films. But is it the same case every year? No, it's not. Okay, and and so do you think so? Two movies basically take the lion's share, and the like five remaining movies like do they at least make some money, or some of them like will actually lose? If you don't hit one billion, you don't make even. Okay, that's clear. Punchline. <laughs> yes, it's a really sad thing. Like for the the one that uh, Chen Kun and Zhou Xun staring in it. Yeah. Oh, yes. The Yin Yang Master. Yeah. Relevant. Its yeah. budget is very high, I yeah. guess. And I have another question. Maybe it's not. Yeah, please. <laughs> you have another question because how how can we say the film is break even? Because a lot of people think uh, the people's co- the the people's box office can cover the cost. It's the break even, but as I know, it's not. Your production cost plus your um, publicity and distribution cost um, times three. Oh, mm. a triple the box the tri- office. Yeah, triple Ooh, the triple the cost. cost. Two cost two two parts of the cost. One part is the production, the the second part is the distribution and the publishing. And um, if you box office, triple the two cast, barely make even. Okay. One billion. One billion is everything. 
Yes, yes. All right. Uh, thank you. I think we can move on, on to recommendation now. So could you guys recommend to the audience like a good like Chinese New Year movie that you think that people should watch? Mm -hmm. As I mentioned before, it's a 1997 the Dream Factory, Factory uh, film directed by Feng Xiaogang. It's really a relaxed and a humorous, but has a deeply uh, thing and a conception. It's an, it's an old one. It's a not new one, but I still really... I, it, the film has a deeply impression to me. Yeah. For me, the, uh, definitely, absolutely, Chinatown Detective 3. <laughs> I think it's... Uh, Even though it's from my company, but I, I still very enjoy it. And uh, you know the cast, the the mood, and the music. We use uh, Michael Jackson's "Heal the World" the song, and it's the first time that uh, um, the song is used in in the movie. So it's I think I was deeply touched by this song when I watched it in the cinema because because of the title. It's like "Heal the World" in this pandemic time. It's very. It's a very good movie to to enjoy in the cinema. But if if you want to uh, watch an old one, I would like to mention a Hong Kong movie directed by Johnny Tao. Um, I don't know its English title, but the Chinese title is Ligu Ligu Xinian Cai. It's a Mahjong movie. <laughs> it's a it's a so so Hong Kong movie. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a movie full of uh, Andy Lau and. Uh, Mm, many Hong Kong movie stars, and it's a movie. It's a comedy about people playing mahjong, and it will tell you if you have good, um, if you are a good person, you will be good by in playing mahjong, and you will have money. So it's a very um, um, positive movie. I like it. All right. Well, thank you for those recommendations that we will find on the podcast description. So don't worry if the title was in Chinese. Uh, you just have to click on the link. And now we're going to move to the last part of the show, my favorite, the quiz, where we're going to see who is the most knowledgeable among our guests. So when I will ask the question, you have to buzz in with your name to get the right to say the answer. All right. Uh, but this is great because the first question is actually about uh, Detective Chinatown 2. Okay, I know that this year is really special, that many cinema are closed. That's why we're going to talk about Detective Chinatown 2. Uh, so according to Box Office Mojo, uh, Detective Chinatown 2 made $550 million at the box office. And that was also a Chunjie movie. But can you tell me what is the percentage of global sales? Like on those $550 million, can you each, I will let you guess the number each one by one, and you can try to guess what is the percentage of global sales of the Chinese movie. 5%. Okay, 5%. Okay, uh, well, Chongrei, you win this point. Really? But you are like so far away from it, it's actually 0.4%. Okay. And I made the calculation like um, once uh, about like for a wandering earth and that was 1%. Mm -hmm. So I think this is so interesting because yeah, Chinese movie are still really successful at home and they are basically being not being sold at all yeah. uh, internationally. Yes. Yeah. Notice that the uh, Chinatown Detective 3 still has the overseas. Yes, actually we, we, we big, big blockbusters like that, we we will re released it overseas in, in the same time because we have like a, 
a very small chance cinema chance in in America in Japan. So I don't I just don't know the number. It's very small. But it's just really really small. Yes, <laughs> and we we just、uh, release it for the local Chinese people. I mean, I hope people will go and start enjoying more Chinese movie. But yeah, that, that's yeah, what it is. The Wandering Earth, it's better. Yeah, because it's、yeah. a sci-fi movie. Yes. Yeah, but it's still just made one percent. It's still like almost nothing. So. <laughs> yes. So yes. people, I, I feel like people were really proud of that movie, but they didn't look at like the global sales, and I think、yes. that would kind of you know bring them a little bit back to earth, like to. Yes, yes because、uh, compared with the Avengers. Yeah, we don't have Avengers. Yeah, compared with the Avengers, Chinese mainland is the biggest box office markets of the Avengers.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right,、uh, now we're gonna move on to the second question. We're gonna play again. Guess the number because apparently I already did some tryout and no one knows this movie. So there is a movie. See Ying Man or like a Happy Neighbor. I think that was like the the way they translated it.、Mm-hmm. So this movie is from 1981,、mm-hmm. and that's、okay. actually the one movie that has the most tickets sold in the world.、Mm-hmm. Uh, can you guess how many millions of tickets were sold for that movie? And that was in 1981 when the population of China was one billion people. How many million? It's、yeah. ticket price or the a, a ticket ticket、oh, sold because back、okay. in that time they were、oh, okay. thinking in tickets being sold. They were not thinking in like a price on price box office. Four. Okay, okay, four million on my right. One million.、Um, okay, so Yeting, you win this time,、okay. but you're like so far away because okay, <laughs> again, again. Because the answer is four hundred sixty-nine million tickets apparently were being sold for this movie. Ooh, this, okay, so、uh, one point each. Can you tell me one Chunjie movie which has the same name as a television show on Nanjing Television? On Nanjing Television. Yeah. Yeqing. Yes, Yeqing. I only know the Chinese name. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Fei Chong Wu Rao. Yes, indeed. Yes. How would you translate it? In it's Feng Xiaogang's film. It's definitely not translated directly.、Uh, it's if you are the one. Makes oh,、sense. makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> and、uh, we, which is the exact same name as like a a TV show. Ah,、uh, oh, yes, yes. W-、uh, a dating TV show which is on Nanjing TV. Yes, it's Jiangsu. Jiangsu. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, it's it's not Nanjing TV. It's Jiangsu, but the the tower. Yes, the tower of Jiangsu. Is it is it is in is in? It's near Gulo. I've been there. I I actually went to one of those show once. Ah,、uh, really?、Oh. Yeah. Uh, not a, a, as the audience, not as the, not as <laughs> not the, the guests.、Oh, okay. All right. So congratulations, Yeting. You win.、Uh, so. Congratulations. On those good words, we'll wrap up the show. So thank you, guests, for your time. Thank you. Thank you. And、uh, thank you, dear listeners, to stay until the end credits. Middle Earth is produced by China Compass Production, your production service in the Middle Kingdom. In case you have a cultural project related to China, drop us an email at chinacompasscompass.com and see how we can help. Today's episode was produced by Aladdin Faré, co-produced by Kaiser Guo, music by Sean Calvo, design by Brendan Gonzales. I guess you already all have a podcast app, but if you don't want to miss the coming show or listen to the old ones, you can subscribe to our feed. And if you like the show, please consider sharing it to your friends, who will help with the algorithm and our ego. Hope to see you next time and stay safe. Bye bye.